How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And it feels nice to be back here Friday noon, regular schedule, regular emotions coursing through my veins. Oh yeah, because last time we recorded on Saturday and you were on a tear. I was on a tear. I mean, people that follow our Instagram know probably what happened, but like we were, I was already crazy and then we recorded the whole episode and then like right as I was uploading the episode, I spilled a whole glass of water on my iPhone. Yeah. And then went even more insane. Well, that would drive anyone yeah. insane. Uh, it's but a traumatic experience. Aggie is very good under pressure. She immediately got a towel, helped me wiped up, was calm and collected while I just sort of froze. I've made lots of mistakes. <laughs> well, everyone's made mistakes in their lives, but <laughs> in this situation, you acted like uh, a professional, like an EMT or something. Oh my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but so I did everything wrong at the beginning. I like tried to reboot my computer a million times, yeah. which you're not supposed to do. Uh, but happily, I when I got home, I turned it off, um, left it upside down overnight. And then the next afternoon, right before I was going to go to I was going to go to some uh, off brand Apple store called Mikey's Hookup. I had an appointment and everything. Yeah. Um, but then as I was going to the car, I'd sort of mistakenly hit the on button. Wow. And it it turned on. And so far, so good. It's been like a week now. I feel like in general, it's not a good idea to go to those places. Because once I took, I broke my phone and I took it to a place like that and they replaced the screen. And then the screen was shitty. So I went back and took it to the Apple store. Oh, no. And they were that. like, once you've taken it to another place, yeah. we won't work on it. I... I, I had that thought process, but because this computer is on the older side anyway, and I've already taken it to, the, I was like, oh, this is, I need to, I'm just going to go off brand. And then if this doesn't work, then it's time to, to just buy a new computer. Like I knew mm -hmm. I had made peace with never being able to go to the Apple store again, mm. but now I'd never went, I had to cancel my appointment at Mikey's hookup. So now it's, um, fresh as a daisy, fresh as T.I.'s daughter. No, ew. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you had to take it to the Apple store to get a time and check. Oh my God. Uh, well, I've had so many, like, I, this is boring, but a few months ago too, my lo- logic board broke down and I had to go to the Apple store and it was going to cost me $500, but then they spilled water on it in shipping. That's crazy. And it I've was, never heard of that in my life. It was so amazing. So th- because they spilled water on it and um, there was no... And because they were partly at fault and I was partly at fault, but there's no, like, there's no way for an Apple store to, to note, like notate that on the bill. So they just took the entire Yeah, bill they off. would have to. That's um, nice. It was great. So That's I guess I've great. had good computer luck this year. Yeah. On the whole. Oh yeah. I need a new computer. My computer is like weird and old and. I yeah. Know. I don't think you've gotten a new computer since I've known you. No, definitely not. I've had one computer for the last, I mean, yeah. Five, uh, ten years, maybe. I don't <laughs> well, know. The, the last, the, when I had to get this laptop three or four years ago, what you do, or what I did, because I couldn't afford the fifteen hundred dollars, whatever, you can open an Apple credit card, and then they give you an eighteen month no interest thing, and as long as you pay the computer off in eighteen months, you don't have to pay interest. So that's what I, I did. just don't think I would get approved for a credit card. Oh, so I think I would have to go to like Dell. I think Best Buy now sells Apples on layaway. Or like monthly. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I was in my uh, manic, depressive state last week thinking I might have to buy a new computer. I did a little research. Well, maybe I'll get one for Christmas. Oh, yeah. that's. I want those AirPods for Christmas. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really basic thing to want. But I was like, oh, it seems cool to not have uh, cords in your ears. It doesn't. I don't. I don't. It doesn't mean anything to me. But you can like. I always um, like the wires catch on my like kitchen drawers when I'm cooking, or yeah, and BB always pulls them out. Yeah, there's like when little he's getting excited. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Which is fine. Um, but those things are expensive too, and I'm afraid to buy the generic them. ones. Oh, yeah, that's true. I know I'd lose them. Hmm. Well, what to ask for Christmas? I know. Two Jews <laughs> wondering what to ask I know, for Christmas. Two like middle-aged Jews <laughs> begging their parents for computers. <laughs> um, we're not middle-aged. <laughs> not yet. Um. Do you have any uh, health updates? Any back updates? Any? My back feels fine. It passed. Oh, My that's health great. feels weird. I think I'm gaining so much weight. I like need to lose weight. You don't I'm look it. Freaking out. Thank you, but it's just piling on i cannot lose weight i'm gaining so much well you only have like a month and a half left of your vow not to diet i feel like my vow not to diet isn't working because i still have the diet mindset so i'm still like well i'll go on a diet but the idea was that i was never going to go on a diet i was just going to like correct eat right but instead i'm just i've been binging this entire year are you are you eating late at night is the issue or whenever i want i eat whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah that'll do it I mean, I'm like that too. I go off and on. I'm, I think I'm, I was veering up. I, I just always notice like when my pants sort of start not fitting. I had fitting. to buy all new clothes because oh. all my clothes were too small. <laughs> I had to buy all new clothes. Um, and they all have elastic on them. I bought like <laughs> jeans with elastic. I bought jeans without, but they don't have buttons on them. They're like. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, these jeans that I'm wearing right now are like, they're like, they're called like Husky Boy jeans from yeah. Target. They're great. Mine are like control top, but they don't have buttons. A bunch of like tunics, shit to cover my stomach, mm. flowy stuff. Just go full Moo Moo or go full oh like God. full divine. Just get like I, freaky. Yeah. I mean, I'm there. I'm there. I've got this like bleach blonde hair. I'm fat as hell. I wear a Moo Moo all the time wearing <laughs> fucking jeans without buttons on them. I'm there. <laughs> um, 
And look at how that turned out for her. She did a lot she of did. good work before dying of a heart attack in her 40s. <laughs> oh or the poor God. guy. I had to watch um, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane for my other podcast. And I was researching, you know, the guy that plays like the young composer in yeah. that. He also is a large man. And I was like, oh, he's so cool. Uh, but he also died of a heart attack in his 40s. Oh, so these poor people. It happens. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I'm doing a boot camp. Oh, yeah. That'll got, be good. I got um, a group on for a boot camp that starts in like two weeks. Where is it? Very close to your house? So it's, it's not, not very close. Ooh. It's it's about 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. All right. But I feel like for 30 days, I can just say I'm making commitment to do this for 30 days yeah. and then see where that takes me. That's great. We'll see. That's exciting. Thank you. <laughs> um, I am continuing on my vegetarian, flexitarian journey. I'm definitely not a vegetarian, but um, I bought I, I bought a little ground impossible meat at Gelson's for the first time today. So oh, I'm excited. That'll be I mean, I've had it in restaurants, but I've never made it before. Nor have I. Um, and I'm loving the uh, tofurkey sliced mesquite roasted turkey that sounds good it's really good you can make a fake turkey sandwich and i'm loving that um via life cheese wow so you really have gone full v yeah oh and fabinets i've already talked about fabinets but it's the sir kensington's vegan mayonnaise that's made from chickpea water aquafaba aquafaba yeah uh, I've been eating just like the food that's left over from that thing we did. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, oh, I should have asked Aggie if I could take some of it you home. Have, I it's forgot. like, I have so much food. Do yeah. you want it? Uh, I might actually take a little bit home today if there's still some. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. Um, I, I, cause I really liked that soy riso more than I thought I would. I liked after it After roasting it. Yeah. Uh, to get our full thoughts on soy riso and all of the vegetarian friendly one pot meals, head to our Patreon, patreon.com slash goop yourself and pledge five dollars or month more a month and you get access to everything baby you'll really like it yeah. you're gonna hear all about what we think about soy riso <laughs> <laughs> everyone is, yeah, is on pins and needles I know, everybody sure. there's like a run on the yeah. like, <laughs> patreon <I> servers <laughs> crash <laughs> um i was patreon sent me an email of like oh here are the top 10 like most successful podcasts on patreon like and it was it's crazy how many subscribers some of these people have Really? They, they're like they're truly like millionaires because of podcasts. I know some people are so rich because of podcasting. Wow, must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. Um, but they don't have the best listeners. No, we uh, have quality over quantity. Quality, it's the, quality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gwyneth news. There, she finally responded to um, the Wesley Morris essay. Uh, oh, she did. Yeah. So she okay. So like this article was framed as like. Gwyneth responds to uh, Harvey Weinstein or like has mixed feelings about Harvey Weinstein. It was just like a weird way to phrase the article because it was an interview she did with Andrew Ross Sorkin, who's I guess a journalist or whatever. And he asked her about Wesley Morris's essay and quoted it. And, um, and she said, yeah, I think he said it better than I could say it myself. It's something that I've been processing over the last year or so. I don't think I was even aware that it possibly could have tarnished the way that I viewed my first career until I got involved with Jody and Megan and the book. Oh, so it was, um, it was an article. Or she was, she she, said. Yeah, about she said. Uh, and so it was nice that she read it because I thought it was such a loving, lovely I article. I loved that article and I love him so much. And it was just so thoughtful and smart and which is what he always, that's kind of his deal. Yeah. Um, but. And then she went on to say, 
um, about Harvey. You know, I don't like to be binary about people or about things. I think we're all equal parts or varying percentages, light and dark. Um, he was a very, very important figure in my life. He was my main boss. He gave me incredible opportunity. And yet during that time, we had a very, very fraught, complicated relationship. Um, and it's uh, completely, extremely complicated for me because information came to light about who he was, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she's asked if he could ever come back, which I think is sort of an unfair question to ask her. And she says there's a spectrum, but it seems to me for the more egregious offenders, that really loss of power is what keeps them from further offending. So if they don't have the power, then they lose that dynamic and then the game's over. That's really smart. I thought that was smart, yeah. Yeah, that's a great answer to that question. And I hope she doesn't have to continue talking about him, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... See, this is my whole problem with the thing, with this whole Me Too thing, which is like, the point of it is to like, show how big of a problem this is and how many different people are affected by it. And the public conversation, it has totally skewed to just be basically celebrity gossip, which is like not the point. And it totally highlights the experiences of like rich white movie stars. Um, and which isn't Gwyneth Paltrow's fault. Um, but then like, it's like, well, can Harvey come back and blah, blah, blah. And it's like the, the conversation needs to grow, but not in this way of being obsessed with like what Harvey Weinstein is up to. It needs to grow to be like, why are we having this problem? Like, what is the systematic problem? Like, how is this impacting people who don't have the resources of like the, and like entertainment journalists, like documenting their experience? Like, how does this impact like underprivileged people? Like, yeah. that's the, that's the like less salacious and interesting question, but that's what needs to be addressed. And that's what I forget if it was me too, or times up that was started to specifically me highlight too. was started by, I don't, I can't remember her name, but uh, it was started Tawana by Burke, a black, right? I don't know. Okay. But started by black activists yeah. who wanted to, um, yeah. Who wanted to show how many women have been affected by this. Yeah. And, and then it gets sort of co-opted or at least like the most public examples are because, because these women are famous and the men that did it are famous. Like, it yeah. And it's about like, that. it's people can't help themselves. Cause that's of course what they want to like know about because it's like juicy, but that's, um, it's just not the right. It's just not what it's, it's, it's the hard thing to do is to just like move past that. Like the fascination aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully we'll start to have those conversations. It's just, yeah, hard, like everyone's attention is so discombobulated now to to try to get people to care about regular working people is tough. <laughs> and also I feel like getting past the idea of like the vengeance aspect of it, because I feel like that sort of corrupts your ability to see it as like an entire systematic problem, problem or like a kind of universal problem because Harvey Weinstein is such an obvious villain but when you stand back and you're like, this is something that is on every level of society, not only the richest, most powerful people, like power is subjective. And there are people who have power dynamics in underprivileged, you know, um, uh, situations. Like there are people who don't control a media empire, but who might have control over one person in their life and they're taking it out on that one person. And that's, like there need to be resources for people who are victimized in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so many, I mean, so many people work in jobs that don't have HR departments. They're in the service industry or they're domestic workers or, 
uh, all well, that and stuff. so much of this is happening in families. Yeah, that, in yeah, homes. yeah. Like it's not just at work; it's everywhere, and it's like in schools and in homes, and um, it's and in like unglamorous and mundane situations. Yeah, yeah. Um, one other <laughs> to, to really <laughs> switch subjects quickly. Okay, I this is actually uh, less for our audience than it is for the people that work at goop that might be listening to the podcast i have a tip for you guys for, um okay. for it, this has to do with food so uh caitlin o'malley is the food editor maybe seamus is listening who knows guys get on this gluten-free senegalese ancient grain called fonio right now oh yeah because you told me about this. i'm telling you this is going to be the grain of the decade how like quinoa was last decade this thing is gluten-free it cooks in five minutes. You can substitute it for quinoa, substitute it for couscous, substitute it for anything. It's these little um, sort of nutty grains from Senegal. There's, uh, They're just starting to import it to the U.S. now, and it's very specialized. But I think this could blow up, be good for you guys, and be good for the Senegalese farmers who can make a living. Let's do it, I don't guys. know the sort of specifics of... Uh, you don't know the economics. Uh, well, I don't know the economics of... Um, like Senegalese phonio farming. I don't like and like the the sort of complexities of of colonialization or who is running these farms if they're good to their farm workers. I have no idea because I know with quinoa there was a lot of issues with uh, because the prices had had gone so high the the indigenous people that were depending on quinoa as like a staple in their diet were no longer to afford that be able to afford that. So I don't want that to happen with phonio. But other than that. Free rain, like free rain, guys. Go crazy. <laughs> we're, f- we're, <laughs> Fonio is like yeah. the untapped. Um, it really is. Grain. It's gonna be, and I'm. Have you tried it? No, uh, okay. I just saw a Bon Appetit video about it. Okay, but it like got me thinking. Like, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be big. It's gonna be big, and I just want Goop to get in on the ground floor because you don't want to be, um, you don't want to be caught unaware and behind the times. That's a good point. Because, I mean, I can't believe you've never tried it, Brian. Well, I've never, it's, I don't think it's easy to find. I looked on Amazon. You can get it in the mail, but it's like $20 for, uh, you know, because like Amazon, some of their food stuff is just so crazy expensive. Yes. So it's like, yeah, it's like 10 ounces of Fonio for 20 bucks, but it, they sell it in, there's a guy in New York that's importing it. And there might be like, if you go to um, like African markets in areas with bigger African immigrant populations, you might be able to find it. But don't you feel like if it's in Bon Appetit, it's like, you know, out there? Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm i not like saying I was the one that discovered. I'm no, not like I, the no, Christopher no, no. I mean, Columbus it's like, in the, it's like out there, like you can buy it. Well, yes and no, because this wasn't a normal Bon Appetit video. This was um, Andy sometimes goes to uh, different like neighborhood restaurants. Um, oh. And so he went to a Senegalese restaurant to learn to make a few Senegalese recipes. And the guy who owns and runs the Senegalese restaurant is also the importer of Fonio. So he was trying to, I mean, hey, it's he's trying to line his pockets just like everyone else. But uh, yeah, the only Senegalese food I've ever had is um, Senegal barbecue at Disneyland. Oh boy, yeah. Which is good. It's good, yeah. I, I used to live which in like a, a chicken screw with barbecue sauce. Yeah, that's not Senegalese food. <laughs> well, they say it is at Disneyland. Yeah, sure. Um, there's There was a place called Jolof in my old neighborhood in Clinton Hill in Brooklyn that, uh, that, they just made a few things, but there was like jollof rice, which was, which I guess traditionally is actually made with fonio, but they could only do it with rice. And it's like with a, a peanut tomato sauce. It's very good. 
Mm, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, any other news thoughts? I didn't really see a lot of Gwyneth. No, news. it was that Weinstein stuff, and that was like it this week. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So good. let's move on to the newsletters. What was your best of the week? Okay, my best of the week was a little article. I mean, honestly, this week I was like really not feeling goop. This week I was mm. like, "Fuck this!" When as soon as I opened it, and I was like, "I don't want to think about this fucking shit," but. I did like there was an article about how to match your skin tone to your foundation. Hmm. How to shade match foundation no matter what your skin tone. And they make a they make a suggestion in here that I'm telling you and I'm sure a lot of our foundation wearing listeners will un, will be familiar with this. But the best thing I ever learned about m- makeup was to um they say to understand your uh, undertones and it's the most important thing. Like once I found out I had cool undertones, it totally changed the game for like what kind of foundation I was getting and like everything about my entire life changed. Like what is an undertone? So you're either warm or cool undertones and it's like if you have cooler. Okay. So if you have cool undertones, which I do, you can tell because like your skin gets red when it's cold. Like your, my nose gets red and also like your veins are blue. (laughs) And if you have warm undertones, I guess it's I think those are more people who like tan easier and like maybe get freckles instead of burning. I'm not I don't know as much about warm undertones because mm. I don't have it, but it's I like, think I have cool too. Probably. Yeah, maybe. So it's like there you need to find. So I know that like I mean, now I'm going to sound like an idiot, but like I just know that like that's what I match for when I'm like doing my um, my like uh foundation and also that like i know like when you cover up when you want to cover up red on your face you use green to cover it up and when you want to cover up um brown on your face you use like yellow or peach so you have to like find the right um literally green makeup yes literally green makeup and um but that's not the foundation that would be like concealer um but you but like once I understood like what colors and like was able to find um, foundation that was for cool undertones, it matched so much better. Fenty Beauty has like a really good line where you can like type in exactly like what your undertones are and they'll like help you find the kind like the shade that matches you. But once I had an understanding of that it totally changed my my life in terms of makeup. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and Goop was trying to explain that too. I I really rarely read the makeup ones because i know no i'm never gonna your understand skin them. color undertones matter more than anything else mm. says yanties you can get away <laughs> with foundation being slightly too dark or too light as long as the undertone is the right match this is the part this is particularly important for all of skin tones anything too warm looks muddy and takes away the brightness we're all after if your undertones are pink choose a foundation that's listed as cool if your undertones are warm you want a foundation uh with warm undertones to avoid looking ashy. So I get it. cool. Cool. That's what I need. Well, are you a cool or a warm? Are you cool or warm? Uh, you must know. Look at your veins to find out. I Yeah, I think I'm cool skin-wise, but I'm definitely warm body-wise because I'm always hot. Yeah. Different. Different. <laughs> Different. Yeah. Uh, so my best was the fact that the global elite are becoming embarrassed that they're coming from these stupid families uh, really? Yeah. That's good. There was an article called Moving Past Guilt and Towards a Lower Carbon Society by one Ms. Tatiana Schlossberg. Who? Who 
Who, you might ask? Yeah. Well, she's the daughter of Caroline Kennedy and Mr. Schlossberg. And she does not go by Tatiana Kennedy Schlossberg or Tatiana Kennedy. She has decided to throw off the reins of her mob-loving Marilyn Monroe killing past and going for it on her own time. Wow. Okay. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I predict in the future Chelsea Clinton is going to go by Chelsea Mazursky or whatever her husband's name is. Or uh, Rodham. Yes. Well, I mean, she's too far gone, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, who knows? So this, and it's actually interesting. She wrote a book. And again, this is by like an extremely wealthy lady. Um, but it's called Inconspicuous Consumption, The Environmental Impact You Don't Know You Have. And I mean, it's basically talking about how, I mean, it's great to like make small changes in your daily life and you know try to recycle and don't do the plastic straws and stuff but it's really our systems of government and our society that needs to change so it's more important to put your energy towards trying to get that change than the little things that each individual person can do yeah which is totally true i think um and da 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 yeah, it says the good news. The thesis of her book isn't that you should never buy a piece of clothing again or swear off steam. Oh, because yeah, apparently streaming television is actually as bad for you as when we used to buy tons of like DVDs and stuff because the electricity needed to, I don't know, power the cloud or something is is a lot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're just streaming so much more than we used to. So we're using up so much more electricity. Um, and oh, and then she also says that buying stuff online is not necessarily worse for environmental impact than going to a store because like the delivery trucks just are on routes and they drop your stuff off. You're not like bopping around going from store to store, like window shopping. So you actually use less carbon. Uh, but so the problem is when you do the like next day shipping and stuff, cause then like the whole truck will come to deliver your package. But if you do like the cheapo, um, like the goop style uh, yeah. delivery, like four to six months or whatever. Yeah, That's better for the environment. Yeah, three or four years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so certain things to think about. And um, yeah, any, I don't know if she's seen anyone or married, but any eligible bachelors in New York, she's got some family money guys. <laughs> Go yeah, for I it. Know. Maybe she's a lesbian and I'll, uh, I'll yeah, give let's her a call. Scammer. Yeah. Uh, what was your worst? Um, I mean, again, I don't really care. I didn't like any of it, but I, I like equally liked and didn't like all of this because it was like so I liked all the beauty stuff and the fashion stuff, which was most of this. Um, but if I had to pick a worst, I would I guess I would just choose the Aspen guide. Like oh. what or it's not called that. It's called what to wear a ski update, what to where to go and what to wear. Oh, it, in Aspen it was. I'm surprised Gwyneth is ever showing her face going skiing again after that horrible accident. I felt like it was sort of a trolley article, but maybe I'm reading too much into it. I was just like, this is for rich people and I don't care. Yeah. I've never been to Aspen. Nor have I. I've been to Jackson Hole, which is beautiful. That's really pretty. I've been to Breckenridge for a bachelor party, but I didn't go skiing. I went sledding. When I went to Jackson Hole, I taught an improv workshop. I didn't go skiing either. (laughs) That sounds fun. It was fun. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Aspen is really pretty. And for the rich. So just like everything else, it's great. Yeah, so whatever. And then they're like, you know, buy these expensive ski pants and stuff. And I'm just like, stop because I want to, but I can't. I want to be thin enough to wear these like weird white leggings with a sweater and rich enough to afford them. And I'm neither. So why like this article exists to mock me. No, 2020. It's a new year. 
You so can... 2019 was supposed to be a new yeah. year. I gained 20 pounds. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, speaking of weight loss, my okay. worst was Seamus's article about keto-friendly snacks. Mm-mm. He's... I think he's backtracking on this stuff. Okay, I think it's the Will me. Cole influence. Like, I'm sorry, keto is over, and Goop keto need- is over. It's like what? What is? What is Goop? It's like if Goop uh, released a Doctor Atkins thing right yeah, now. It's, it's crazy. No one is keto anymore. And so, and his ideas. And again, I love Seamus. I think I've, I'm so proud of him that he's gotten out of the cycle of addiction and he's found something that works for him on a, a diet wise. But like his ideas are scoop out an avocado and add some everything bagel spice spice or do an egg like just have an everything bagel on that too yeah probably uh he has one called devilish eggs where it's like deviled eggs except you use yogurt instead of mayonnaise that's horrid just scoop out the egg yolk and mix it with mustard instead and salt and paprika sure. if you want to skip the mayonnaise you don't i don't think you really need that no and then the third uh snack advice the third option is just olives which I'm sorry, how many olives do you have to take to eat to fill you up? It's like another almond situation, you know. You yeah. can eat like because you can eat like two olives, and if you're going overboard with it, you're. It's like they're really fattening. Yeah, they're really fattening, and they they don't. I'm sorry, like I'd rather eat if I have to eat something one of these like low carb snacks. At least a handful of nuts will sort of fill me up, but olives are just nothing. Nothing. And there's not even recipes for them. It's just like you can have Greek olives or. He's just telling you the kinds of olives. Yeah, me- or oh, he has one recipe that's just called Mexi olives, uh, which combines niçoise or arbequina olives with avocado oil, pumpkin seeds, coriander seeds, a squeeze of lime, a sprinkle of cayenne pepper, and a handful of cilantro. So you're just making like guacamole with olives that's <laughs> instead disgusting. of avocado. I think I want to do keto. <laughs> no, after all that. You lose weight. You do, but it is the most depressing thing you could but think if you of. Just, what if I just did it for like 30 days while I was doing boot camp and then went back to normal? Yeah, but then you're just going to pop back up again. I popped up anyway. <laughs> okay, yeah, so. I mean, I just popped up. <laughs> like I will pop up. Yeah. So then, okay. So maybe yo-yo dieting is the thing for you because at least part of the time you'll be skinny. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. You guys help me. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure other people... I'm in therapy. You're in therapy. There's nothing... I have to go on a diet. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I just remember that, like, second week of doing keto and coming home from work and being so hungry and making, like, a microwave keto tuna casserole in my... Well, you don't have to do that, Brian. I mean, that was your choice. A giant can of tuna. I mixed it with mayonnaise, and then I just added a ton of... um, cheese to it put it in the microwave and then i washed it all down or i made like nachos but with pork rinds oh but on keto you can have cheese and you can have vodka yeah i know i mean that's good that is those are you two can good have diet things soda. you can't have diet soda well, i don't know that will cole would approve of that i wouldn't do will cole keto you would do uh traditional keto or traditional you- artery clogging keto yeah but with no meat so that is a ketotarian, just not Will Cole ketotarian. I would just be eating like ranch and veggies. You should write like um, a cool version, like just plagiarize Will Cole, but do like the thug kitchen version of ketotarian, yeah, like, like keto bitch. Keto whore. Keto whore. And then it's just about how I lost weight by yeah. eating like fucking like ch- a hunk of cheddar cheese every day. Like that was, and vodka. <laughs> yes. The cheese and vodka. It's like diet. the French women don't get fat, but it's like American, American women die early but are thin, thin for after they like do a crash diet for a month. Yeah, See that? keto whore. 
Keto Coming more. 2020 from Hachette Books. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, oh good idea. Thank you. Um, what was your saddest? My saddest was Gerda. Poor <sighs> Gerda. Back at it again. The I guess the... Um, those well, there, her. Well, there was like a big like gluten thing in it in this one about how gluten is the devil. That was on last week's though too. It was yeah, the, one of those scientific re- studies. Re-release yeah. a re. Well, because last time it didn't go out in the newsletter, oh. so they put it in the newsletter this week. But she's back to answering the age-old question: What's the point of diffusers and essential oils? Uh, Gerda, can you come into my office, please? Our diffusers are not selling well. You have to do something. You need to say that these are scientifically justifiable. And she's like, I can't. And they're like, do it, Gerda. Gerda. And she's like, fine. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Yes, Miss Paltrow. Crying. And so she's like, well, I would love to tell you, fictional uh, questioner, about, you know, the scientific studies that don't exist about how lavender is probably the most researched essential oil but we're learning quite a bit about orange grapefruit and others too in addition to being immediately pleasurable these oils are health promoting which is another thing that means nothing Nothing. health promoting means nothing absolutely nothing you're like the air you breathe is health promoting well, yeah, op- sleeping is health promoting, mm-hmm. waking up is health promoting, sitting and standing are health promoting. Yeah. Everything is health promoting except for like shooting yourself in the head or like doing heroin. Yeah, drinking uh oh god, that poor guy from Buffalo Wild Wings that they they uh he uh someone had poured acid on the ground or like some acidic cleaner and he didn't realize it and he was cleaning the Buffalo Wild Wings and poured bleach on it oh, and no. then um he died. Yeah, that'll kill you. That's you not health promoting. You can't mix the bleach and the acid. The mix. They should not. Public places that have cleaning crews should not have both acid and bleach on hand. Well, everyone has both on hand, but you just every. I mean, in your home yeah. and everything. I mean, you need both. You just have to like not use them at the same time. I guess I never clean anyway, so I don't even know what which one's which. Or I have. Yeah, I'm not going to be in trouble. Acid is just everything that's not bleach. Okay. It's just like you can't mix bleach with other cleaners. Oh, all right. Good to know. Um. But back to Gerda. Back to Gerda. So Gerda would definitely not tell you to mix acid and bleach. And don't take my word for it. I mean, just be careful. You know, research it yourself. Don't. Wait, what is an acidic clean? I don't even know what one it's would like be. It's like everything. It's like Clorox. No, I mean, Clorox, I guess. Is yeah. Like every like spray cleaner. Huh. Like Windex? Yeah. Ooh. All right. Um. So. So, yeah. yeah, she talks about. Oh, she loves um like, what did she say? Like sniffing them. Like Sniffing whole hog or and, no, I mean, she says to put them in these fucking diffusers that they sell and she, and to buy dusk a part of a four pack, the goop bundle, which includes, um, Vitruvi's boost <coughs> Pacific and quiet blends. It's fun to search the depths of your smell memory neurons to see what these blends evoke for you. Can you identify the plants? I'm going to add this challenge to my next neighborhood game night. <laughs> oh, God. Um, like, Gerda, first of all, you don't have a neighborhood game night. Secondly, nobody wants to come to your house and smell. It's like a pyramid scheme. She's, oh, yeah. It's like a Tupperware party. She's like, okay, girls, now we're going to all it's, play. Identify the plants in the goop diffuser essential oils. I, and then everybody smells it. And she's like, and you can own these too. And like, let me tell you how I did it, how I became a goop millionaire. I wish goop would really go full force and start like an mlm 
I we mean, could be I part of the upline. Yeah. I think Gerda is our upline. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. One of our um, listeners like showed us that quote on Instagram about the game night. It was so, so it's so sad. sad. Uh, she also says she loves to like whiff, whiff them straight up. Like, um, like, cause she's like an addict now and like just the diffuser doesn't work for her. I mean, we do know she's a deadhead. So maybe this is like her, she, her, her septum is totally and, yeah. gone and she's like, she just needs essential oils up there. But it's true. Like the more, the, the stronger things smell that you get used to, the more you need just like drugs. We know this from the various uh, candle vloggers that we follow on YouTube. Yeah. Who are all completely insane. And they're, yeah, they're, um, their smelling powers just diminish over time. It's yeah. yeah, it's like it's like being a heroin addict. Yeah, one of them needs to all, always burn a vanilla candle along with any other candle she's burning, and she calls it her booster <laughs> to boost the smell of a candle. Oh my god! And like, yeah, when they when there is a candle that comes on the market that doesn't have like a big throw, yeah. they they go insane. And like they, I couldn't even smell yeah. it. I couldn't smell it. And their their dream is to find one candle that will smell scent their entire house, not just one room when they've never found it. Because I think that might be impossible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that it exists. No. But Gerda, just be careful. You're going you're going down that path with these essential oils. Yeah, Gerda, watch out. I mean, I actually don't think it's health promoting to OD on scent. No, because you need to be able to appreciate the scent of so for your of the earth. Of right. Whether you're walking down the street, you're in your car, you're in your home. Um, you, it's an important sense. It tells you, okay, is there a gas leak? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like you need to keep your wits about you. Uh, is there dog shit on the floor? Don't step in it. Yeah. yeah. And if you're just, if your nose is covered up with all these essential oils, you're going to go through life like those people that don't have nerve endings on their hands and yeah. they'll burn themselves in a fire. It's like going through the world with rose colored glasses, you know, but you have to just take them off and just like live in the world. It's addiction. Yeah. And you got to, you got to live with the stench of life. Live with Gerda. the stink of it. Uh, so my saddest was, oof, this has to do with the upcoming, I think it's this weekend actually, in Goop Health in the San Francisco Bay Area. And I do have to give credit. I know that uh, someone listened to last week because they actually put in the um, in the synopsis on the webpage now, uh, Richmond, California. And they had they didn't put that before. Oh, so hey. we get a little shout out to Richmond, which I'm happy. But they're doing this weird partnership with Activia Yogurt. Oh God! And so, and we missed the contest, thank God. But there was a contest to win two tickets to Ingu Pelt, San Francisco. Oh, fuck. We never would have won. We anyway. never would have won. But you had to like Instagram. You had to post a picture on Instagram with an Activia product. Uh, hashtag um, hashtag gut health challenge. Hashtag sweepstakes, and then tag a friend. And I guess they had to do it too. So it was just like a scam to get you to pose with Activia. Yeah. And the grand prize was winning two Ingoop Health tickets um, for next weekend. And then this poor lady, Emily Wallerstein, who works for Goop as the Associate Director of Brand Partnerships, I guess she got the the short end of the stick when someone had to post something about Activia because they, they had this whole article called A Morning Gut Health Ritual and Other Go-Getter Habits where they had a bunch of Goop employees say like what their go-to gut health thing was. And of course, mm. she was the one that had to say, um, I chug a big bottle of Activia every morning and like all the other things were like fancy coffee makers or fancy probiotics and hers was Activia $2 shop now. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't always pay. No, it doesn't always pay to work at Goop. Sometimes you have to be the one who's like, I chug Activia all day. Ugh. But she, Oh, the other thing she does and 
you'll be interested in this, Aggie. She okay. hops out of bed and makes her daily pilgrimage to Barry's boot camp. Just like me. Just like you. So you could do a boot camp and then chug some Activia. You'll be on the toilet for the rest of the day, but you'll be down 20 pounds. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, actually, that's what I should do. I should do laxatives. Oh, yeah. That always works out for people. Yeah. Right? <laughs> there was a girl, and I don't I don't know if this is true or this was like one of those high school urban legends. Okay. But she, she did have like an eating disorder. Oh, no. Okay. Um, and she was one of those... I hate to say it, but like cool girls that I looked up to that mm-hmm. were that had eating disorders and cried a lot and like wore dark eyeliner. Okay. But she claimed because she abused laxatives so much that her digestive system was ruined for the rest of her life. Um, and she was like 16. And I don't know if that's true or not. I bet it's not. I hope so. I hope not. <laughs> Sorry to be a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she's fine now. Yeah, I'm sure she's fine. Um, but that was... My saddest. Yeah, I'm not gonna abuse laxatives really. No, no, no. I God, I hate lax. Like I've tried to use laxatives just when I'm constipated, and yeah. it, it ruins your whole day because you don't know when they're gonna start to work, and then once they start working, they don't stop for a while. I've never done it. It's ugh. I I my tip. There's my tip for regularity is uh, 500 milligrams of of magnesium supplements every night. Um, it's I like shit a, fine. Oh, see. Yeah, good for you. Thanks. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I just, let's say, need to keep aware at all times. Sometimes you just got to rev the engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Yeah? Uh, but yeah, magnesium for me is very light. It doesn't feel like a laxative, but keeps you regular. That's good. That's good. What would you try? So, you know, whatever. Uh, I guess I would try the powerful new skin detox. Mm-hmm. Um, this is... Oh, is this the Sunday afternoon skin routine? No, this is called A Powerful New Skin Detox. Okay. Dandelions. Oh, yeah. This is my... I think I would buy. Are common enough to be considered a nuisance. <laughs> but really. But when she walked into an alpine field near Jackson, Wyoming, the place that I've oh, been... You're, uh, all your little improv students are still there. I know, you're like the Del Close of Jackson Hole. I mean, I probably am. I like, um, <laughs> I taught one improv workshop in exchange for like room and board. <laughs> and I think I got paid like $100. Um, but anyway, so like there's this new product called Alpine Beauty and it's... Alpine, um, I think it's pronounced. But it's not, but it's not spelled like Alpine. Yeah, it's like with a Y because it's cool. But I think you still but say But you're still Alpine. supposed to say yeah. Alpine? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, and they have like face masks and shit. And I'm just like, I need to get a better skin nighttime. I need to get back on track with skincare because I've just been like really shitty about taking care of my face. I just like wash it and then put that swab on <laughs> swab. it. I have to say the CeraVe night cream, I re- it's thick. It feels like it's really doing something. And I don't know that it is, but I much prefer that CeraVe to the CeraVe face wash. So I, I, would, I would recommend CeraVe night cream. Okay. If you're looking for a, a small step up from Suave. I'm looking to just, I need a, I need to go through, I need to throw out some old stuff. I need out with the old and yeah. with the new. We should go uh, go in together on some, some of that Costco retinol again. Yeah. Because I ran out. Yeah. Be good. Yeah. I think any, but I also have a conspiracy theory about retinol, which is that I just think that it's all the same and like you can get any kind of retinol. Oh, I'm sure. Just as long as it has retinol in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now like pretty much everything... Well, everything has hyaluronic acid 
Like, I'm surprised. Does your Suave have hyaluronic acid? Um, no, but I do use hyaluronic yeah. acid. Because the cheapest things now have hyaluronic acid. So the Suave is so old. I think it was like before, before. that was like, discovered. <laughs> it's just like, um, God, my grandma would do like Noxzema cold cream. It's like that. I mean, this is like a body lotion body, yeah. that I'm just putting on my face. Uh, I do. I like it so much. <laughs> I do love the, like his, the origin story for why he decided to do this dandelion spray. Because he says, um... So there was tons of dandelions. They're, they're weed. They're all over. They were taking over the Jackson meadow Hall. or whatever, Jackson Hole. And he says, or no, she. It's Alpine Beauty founder Kendra Kolb Butler. It sounds a little out there, but I believe plants grow where the earth needs their benefits. So dandelions are famously detoxifying. And the minute I stepped into that field, it was just a carpet of bright yellow. I knew I wanted to work with wild dandelion as an ingredient for skincare. So it's just like, there's no, it's just no like, I saw dandelions. And I was like, how about this? How about, yep. And she's like, okay. And now, now $70. She's selling them. Uh, but it is, it is a really nice. It's just a nice bottle. It's bottle. Like it's interesting that I would think that it would have been yellow because dandelions are yellow, but I guess pink is more I popular. I think the idea of actually rubbing dandelions on your face is kind of gross. Cause it's also like, what if you're like allergic to flowers? Oh yeah. What if, huh? I don't know. But uh, I'm try it. Yeah, and I would buy it. <laughs> All right. So my but my try is a, a related article that was called a Sunday afternoon skin routine. If you can't make it to the skin healer, that was um, a contender for my craziest. Uh, so there's a skin healer in Williamsburg named Melanie Herring, and she's going to be up in Richmond and in, in, in Goop Health. But if you can't go there, she has a whole new skin routine because everyone has their morning skin routine and their night skin routine. But hey you still need a skin routine for the afternoon because what's better than three skin routines in one day. And this is, is this a, really supposed to do in the afternoon. Yeah. Well, I think just Sunday afternoon, like, okay. cause if Cause you have to go really to work, it was, it's really long. It's not for the working woman. Um, it's or for the weekend. It's for the weekend. Yeah. So you do your, um, luminous melting cleanser, goop by juice beauty. Then you do a spritz of May Lindstrom. Then you do the goop glow microderm instant glow exfoliator, my favorite, your favorite, Gwyneth's favorite. Then you do Dumamiel Autumn Facial Oil. Then you do your gold um, sculpting bar, yeah. which I really want. Yeah, uh, I was listening to like an unrelated podcast and the guy hosting that was saying that his sister got one for his birthday or something mm. and he can't stop using it. Mm. So I'm like, oh, I need it. Uh, then you do your Tammy Fender Restorative Radiance Mask. I've never even seen this one before, but it's $235. Then you do, God, you do another May Lindstrom, the Jasmine Garden, and then you do, oh, maybe I just like copied this twice. Then you do another. No, you didn't. It yeah. Was then like you do another Demamula Autumn Facial Oil. spraying and oiling and spraying and oiling. I mean, it was like forever. And you're supposed to spray your face in between each thing. Wow. That is quite a skin routine. But I do want to do it. Like, I want to do all of this every day. It does sound like on a Sunday afternoon, it does sound really nice. After you get back from the farmer's market, before your HBO show starts. Yeah. And you just have the afternoon free. We're not doing boozy brunch anymore because we're adults. So and we're it doing... wouldn't take... I mean, it's not going to take you an hour to do no. it. I mean, it just takes you... You can I watch mean, TV and do it at the same time. Yeah. It doesn't take you that long to yeah. do. Um, but it is interesting that you go back and back and forward and you, it's like um, one of those cheat codes to get to the like warp whistle on Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Not for the faint of heart. No, and not for the faint of wallet either. No, it's really, really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you buy? 
okay, there's a new lip balm in town. That's my other one. And yeah. I was excited because this is called Henne Organics. There's a $37 uh, lip mask. Yeah, with an there's orange tint. A $22 luxury lip tint. I think that's it. Um, but I'm excited that we've got a new lip balm. There's something to see besides that Oleo SO. I was so afraid when I opened this article that it was just going to be about the Oleo and SO one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that it's a different and one. And I'm like, hey, I'll try them both. Why not? Uh, something new. And it's not that herbivore uh-uh. uh, lip mask or scrub or whatever. New stuff. I'm happy. And this sort of late summer, early fall fire season in LA has just been horrifying on my lips like more than yeah. any other part of my skin like my lips have just been constantly chapped um i feel like whenever i try to put lip balm on it just makes it worse yeah we are dried out and fucked up here um so i am so excited to try this lip mask Me too. henne and let's see it says oh it's well the chic lip balm is going to change your life yeah it says it's going to change your life so so put you know that's those are big words. And a single layer applied on the iciest winter night or during the apex of a steamy summer leaves your lips supple, plumped, and supremely comfortable. Yeah, and goodness. the lady looked very chic. Her name's Laura Zhao, and she had like a cool buzz haircut. Yeah. The, the woman is chic who made it up. Mm-hmm. The packaging is chic. It all is chic. Olio and Esso. Bye, Sorry, bitch. guys. Going the way of the dodo. That's right. Um... I think that does it for this week. Everything, right? How long have we been going? Well, well, it's a little short episode, 47 minutes. That's all right. Well, I don't, I mean, they used to be shorter and then then longer. Yeah, Yeah, you guys don't want to listen to us for more than an hour. This is good. This is a good length. Well, I mean, whatever. Whatever. You know, it's different. Every time is different. So, if you like this podcast, please go to the Apple Podcast Store, formerly iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Give us a five-star rating or review. five-star rating and a review. I can never say this right. Just review it, please, and give us a five-star rating. It helps us so much. It really means a lot when we get the reviews. It makes us feel good, but it also really helps other people find the podcast, and it just, like, boosts our signal and yeah. our whatever. It's just, like, it's it's good. It really means a lot. Tag us on Instagram. If yeah. you do if you do a Goop uh, recipe or try a Goop skincare routine, you're going to tag Goop. Tag Goop yourself, too, so we can see it. Yeah, we want to know. And um, follow us on Instagram at Goop Yourself. Yeah, and go to our Patreon, go to our Teespring, give us money. We love you. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.